0: feeling about this. Welcome to episode 380 of Blue Harvest. I'm your host, Halls Burkhardt.
3: And I'm your host, Will Witten.
0: Oh, buddy. We got an episode of Bad Batch to talk about.
3: Dude, it's so good.
0: I thought I, it was uh, pretty good, too.
3: I There's something about this one that grabbed me. I guess it's because this... Well, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. Yeah. I'm ready to talk about it out of the gate.
0: We'll, we'll yeah. get into it. Um, so, yeah, we're going to talk about that. We also... We're going to be getting a Mandalorian trailer on Monday. That's exciting. Nice to hear that.
3: That's going to be really cool.
0: Um. So listen, before we jump into all that guys, go to blueharvest.rocks or myweirdfoot.com for all your blue harvest needs. You will get all the stuff you might wanna. You'd be like, oh what well what can I find there? You can find links to our Twitter, to our Patreon, um, to the Twitch, Instagram, everything. A- anywhere we are, you can find it. So check that out. And uh yeah. If you really want to support us, you can check out our Patreon, where for as little as $3 a month, you get access to our exclusive RSS feed, Um, and uh, yeah, that's pretty fucking cool, man, get all those exclusive episodes, we, uh, most recently we put up a immediate reaction to the newest episode of the Bad Batch, so that's waiting for you over there, and you know, the exclusive stuff will keep on coming. The content, the flow of content will con- continue. <clears throat> um, Patreon.com slash Blue Harvest Podcast. That's the, that's the direct link to it. And a uh, big shout out to all our, our Patreon pals. You guys are the best. I'm sitting here a little distracted because I was looking at our websites, Will, right? Mm-hmm, And And... Yeah. Uh, Let me check something. Uh, Yep, I thought so. I wonder if Sean is like, I wonder when he's going to notice this. Okay, so I'm sharing my screen with you. This is the regular blueharvest.rocks website, right? Mm -hmm. You see it's got everything all laid out, Twitter, Patreon, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Twitch, Instagram, voicemails and emails, Overcast, merch store, the Discord, which, by the way, um, the Discord was previously – Patreon exclusive, um, but what we did was we set up some Patreon exclusive channels in the Discord, and now we have a public channel too. So if you want to come hang oh, out, oh, that's us, awesome! Um, in Discord, uh, come on by. And you see, like it's got l- the little icons; it's all laid out, looking super slick. Well, if you go mm-hmm. to the myweirdfoot.com version, look at what all the icons are. As it's all feet. They're all feet. Oh my goodness bro Sean you're a real one jeez you are mad lad. mad lad that Sean jeez <laughs> so buddy um this Monday January 16th during the Monday night football super wild card game during halftime they're going to be releasing a new Mandalorian trailer oh um, wow so, we'll have that to talk about next week. I will probably have to wait till I get off work on Monday to watch that. I think that'll probably air towards the end of my shift. But uh, I'm going to jump on and record a quick reaction to it for the Patreon when I can watch it. Oh, but cool. Crazy to think how close that is. Like, just out of nowhere, it's like, oh yeah, Mandalorian comes out in like a month and a half now.
3: I, it... It, you know, for a long time, you have said there's always something coming down the pipeline, mm-hmm. right? And every few months – it really does seem like every couple weeks there's something happening. There's mm-hmm. a, a, a trailer or – or I do enjoy that about Star Wars. You know, I know uh, some things are different, but the fact that I've got something Star Wars every couple months. Yeah. I mean, I can't really
0: believe that that's, that's life. I know, and it's going to be like – even crazier this year. I mean, we're, we're essentially getting Star Wars straight up. Year round. Star Wars until the at least the end of April so far, right? If Mandalorian's yeah. going to be eight episodes and Bad Batch, you know, is taking us up to Mandalorian and then, you know, it will be airing alongside Mandalorian. Those first few weeks of Mando are going to be interesting when we got to talk about an episode of Bad Batch and an episode of Mando that's going to be interesting. Right. <laughs> it is. Um and then, you know, that is just and and in the meanwhile, Jedi Survivor is going to be coming out. We got and there's other stuff coming too this year. So like lots to look forward to. And then, you know, what's fascinating to me is next year is kind of a question mark right now. Like we know Andor season 2 is coming. I'll be f- super excited for that. We know Acolyte is coming. I have a feeling that'll probably be towards the beginning of the year. Right. Um, um, and so I was reading that apparently Skeleton Crew is set to be done filming maybe around March. So that kind of makes me wonder if it will be this year. Yeah, oh, really. Maybe towards the end of the year.
3: So, that would make sense.
0: Yeah. Um, but yeah. The, besides acolyte and uh, and or season two next year, we don't really know what else is coming. I have a feeling we'll get some answers to that at uh, celebration this year. If I had to guess. Yeah but man, that'd be cool. So speaking of the bad batch, what'd you think about this third episode of season two, the solitary clone?
3: I really loved it. Hawes. it's, um, it's kind of what I was hoping for from crosshair. Like this whole time, I guess it humanized him, uh, in a way that it made you feel sorry for him kind of being a loner. And then it, it sealed the deal right at the end. Like, Oh, he's straight up evil. Like, You felt sorry for him, but he is the bad guy, and he is not going to change when he murks that uh, the lady that they get in the hostage situation when they negotiate it Mm -hmm. off with her. Like, he just murks her right in the end. You're like, oh, he is too far gone to save. Like, he is a bad guy. And I'm sure they could eventually redeem him, but, you know, the very fact that that they made a point, you know, to show how far gone he was Mm -hmm. and the fact that Cody deflected like that's interesting for the rest of the season. It's very nice to get backstory for crosshair. It's very nice to see how badass he is. Like he used to be maybe a little, I don't know. My mind was, Oh man, some of those shots are ridiculous, but some of these were not ridiculous. I didn't feel ridiculous. They were, cool as shit. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like they were really badass in his ability, showing off his badassness. I really enjoyed that. Yeah. uh,
0: I don't know, man. Because, you know, had you asked me last year or, you know, when season one ended, my thoughts would have been, well, yeah, of course they're going to do like a redemption arc for Crosshair. And honestly, they could still. You know, they still could do that. But to have him show up in this episode and be, like, so fucking cold-blooded when it came to the governor of that planet, like, oof. And
3: even everything he says to Cody in their interactions, like, he's like, you know, soldiers do what they have to. You know, good sold. He doesn't say good soldiers follow orders, but Cody says that. But
0: Yeah, um, and then, like... <clears throat> Interesting though that, you know, he hasn't, he didn't like snitch on the rest of the bad batch though, right? Like, true, uh, his big thing is
3: loyalty, right?
0: Like, yeah.
3: So those, the nine troop ninety nine isn't loyal to the empire anymore, and he finds that disgusting. His loyalty is true. The thing he doesn't realize is like there was a point where he was loyal to them, you know, just like yeah. they're still loyal to each other as he once was
0: yeah and like i said it's just odd like (laughs) um it's it's very like there's a a dichotomy with that character going on where like well he's clearly not a great dude if he's just going to kill that um that lady after she's given up right right after she's surrendered but he's also not turning in the bad batch which is you know, it's it's weird to sort of like square those two things with each other because, like, why? Is, why then? Why isn't he? If he's the kind of dude that will kill that that defenseless lady after she's given up, then why wouldn't he? Um, right. You know, turn them in because I mean, and I'm just assuming. I think it's a safe assumption because old Admiral Rampart at the end of the second episode right was talking about how no they were confirmed to have died on camino right right and then he's being kind of like um uh cagey with old uh what's his dick crosshair on um just in general you could tell like he's he's clearly trying to play him a little bit right like because and now rampart knows that the bad batch is alive but he's not telling crosshair that he knows that right right also what the hell did he do for 32 days on that platform
3: survived a month well was, was it on the platform i guess it was mm-hmm. it's camino it's a water planet yep i mean i'm sure there are survival measures and it may you may get a glimpse like he may have a flashback it would be cool he, maybe not like the story's more about them but it would be cool. That would be a cool little miniseries or something like a um, movie. Uh, I'm sure there's a desalinization kit for the water if it's not drinkable. I'm sure he was able to fish. I mean, and then sit and stew over being invested by
0: being salty.
3: Yeah. By his former crew and physically maimed.
0: Yeah. Cause he's got that old pepperoni head now. Yep, Side of his head look like a hot and ready baby.
3: It sure looks like it's healed a good bit since last time. I thought it was going to be a more permanent scar. But he's Um, got the reminder.
0: Just imagining that cranky ass dude just stewing in his own juices on that Camino and platform cracks me the hell up, man. I don't know why.
3: Dude, that's clearly what he does every night. He doesn't even Mm -hmm. sleep till the alarm goes off. And then he goes and eats lunch and breakfast by himself. Big soup guy.
0: Crosshair's a big, big soup, soup guy. Did you notice that?
3: Yeah, I did see that.
0: Yeah, everybody else they didn't have bowls. He said, "I'll have the soup." That's my crosshair. You wa- watch out, D. Bradley Baker.
3: You know, now that I've thought about it, I don't know that I've ever seen a Star Wars sandwich. I've seen <laughs> they make instant bread, but I've never seen something between bread. You can eat like a whole animal in Tatooine if you're Sabola. Or you can uh, you can eat soup like Grogu and everybody else. There's a lot of soup.
0: There is a lot of soup. So, okay. It does Rations. look like there are sandwiches. Okay. A sandwich was food. This is from Wikipedia. A sandwich was food wrapped between two slices of bread. It was eaten by humans, Chiss, kefars, and Volpi. Some clone <laughs> troopers ate sandwiches. During the High Republic era, Yoda made a type of sandwich called a sweet puff jamwich with two crackers and sweet puff jam. Vegetables could be part of a sandwich. Burgers were a type of sandwich. Oh, they have burgers. Other types of uh. sandwiches include bantha burgers, nerf burgers, nut paste sandwiches. No, thank you. Mm. R- Ronto wraps. That's what peanut butter is. Celia sandwiches, Shawda club sandwiches, and Vando wraps.
3: So this is like a, a of things that have been throughout Star Wars media.
0: Yeah, look, like look. in books and everything. Yeah, comic. look at look at all this. This is all the canon sources for sandwich, the High Republic oh my goodness, stuff, look at that. episode two, Attack of the Clones. I guess there were sandwiches in Attack of the Clones.
3: Maybe I just missed them. I'm, I'm trying to, to think pay extra
0: close attention. The only a,
3: thing I remember is him cutting the fruit in half
0: with the force. Be uh, one would be very cranky. Uh, <laughs> clone Star Wars: The Clone Wars Deception. There's sandwich in that. The Thrawn books and Dark Disciple had sandwiches. Leia Princess of Alderaan. This is what you guys come to fucking Blue Harvest for, right? The sandwich. Ooh, deets. the
3: Star Wars sandwich!
0: Look at this info. Look at this sandwich. Get bigger. My goodness, that's definitely from Clone Wars.
3: Um, that's what I was about to say. Maybe <laughs> I did. I haven't probably seen all of Clone Wars in a while. But there's a sandwich in Clone Wars.
0: I, just imagining old crosshair having to hang his his dookie hole off the edge of that platform anytime he had to make a boom boom you know like just 32 mm-hmm. days some, some shit had to be taken care of on the 32 days that a, a platform out in the middle of the sea you know was not the fucking optimal place to be doing that you know
1: you
3: you boom boom off the side mm-hmm. you try to make medicine for your face Try to catch fish or monsters or whatever's in that Whatever. water.
0: He's probably got like some rations or something in like his tool belt, you know. Some fancy. I'm sure you story.
3: take apart pieces of the landing to make
0: shade. Shelter. And shelter. And shade. Yep. Yep. Um I'll say this. <laughs> Alone Camino <laughs> edition. Uh I'll tell you this. It, it would have been real fucking handy in about mm, I don't know, a hundred Battlefront 2 matches to know you can just shoot those droid tanks down the barrel and that takes care of them huh?
3: Right. Right. I watched the episode twice the first time I was like mm, yeah nice. Like that's their one weak spot huh? But then I thought about it I was like if that sniper rifle is powerful enough a shot down the barrel in towards whatever ammunition the cannon uses if it's enough to light the ammunition it'll blow that tank to pieces. So, I mean, it makes sense. I mean, I'm sure it's like a laser bank or a battery or some shit.
0: You know, you thought about it in in way more detail than I did. And you know what? It makes sense. It makes sense. You know? Yeah. Um, Now, this is the other thing I want to make very clear. Very, very clear. Um, Cody... He can be ta- you know, bebopping around, talking about, oh, this and that. This is how I feel. Oh, I feel bad. I, however, have not forgotten and will not forget, will not forget, that Homeboy killed Obi-Wan's big lizard in episode three.
3: This is true. I was about to say he tried to kill Obi-Wan Kenobi. In the whole time, in my mind, as he's talking, I'm like, this guy tried to kill Obi-Wan Kenobi.
0: Yep. Yep. So, look, listen. I am I am a uh a pretty lenient uh redemption arc fan in Star Wars. You know what I mean? It's me. Mm-hmm. The redemption arc is a is a critical piece of Star Wars storytelling. And most of the time I'm fine with how they pull them off. But I tell you this, you know, I don't care what he does. I'm not going to forget. Justice for Boga. Hashtag justice for Boga. Okay. That was the big lizard. Because, like, listen, the Obi Wan thing, pff, they ain't going to kill Obi Wan. I, I wasn't right. worried for one second. I said, I've seen episode four and he's in it. Right. But that big lizard, he didn't have to do that big lizard that way.
3: You, you ever wonder if he was like, you know, if Cody was like, I shot at him, but I didn't have the, the guts to kill him. I didn't keep shooting in the water or throw charges in there.
0: No, I don't know. I don't know. I kind of feel like his fucking pompous his programming. ass think he, thinks he did. You know what I mean? Uh, he thinks he killed the Jedi. He thinks he killed Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yep. He thinks he might. I think he might have thought that for at least for a second, you know? I mean, there's no reason he wouldn't. I'm guessing he feels bad about it now. Yeah. Cody, you, uh, I don't know what you think you're going to be able to do to change my mind about how you treated that big, colorful ass lizard looking like a peacock lizard. I'm salty about that lizard, man. And Rex
3: is Anakin's clone commander, right? Right. Clone general. Right. And Cody was Obi-Wan's clone general. Mm -hmm. Commander right commander yeah. right the jedi or the generals
0: right yeah well his 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 name was commander cody like that's um, true that's right um but yeah i think um i don't know man gonna have to try real hard to get me to be cool with cody honestly i don't know that cody's gonna make it out of this season because um, we're definitely going to see him again. You don't have that dude defect, right, to not have him show up again later down the road, right? Like I don't
3: remember who was on Rex's old man crew.
0: Cody wasn't. Um, okay. Rex's old man crew was... Oh, shit. I want to say one of them is Wolf. Uh... And Wolf, right? I can't remember. Um Lessie. Uh Battle of Atollin. Ezra's errant speech, mission to rescue Callus. Just who's on his crew, man? Um, They're on an old walker, aren't they? Yeah, one of the old Clone Wars style walkers. Oh my gosh. I forgot how much Rex is involved in Rebels. I need to rewatch Rebels. It's been quite a while, and I've been meaning to. Um, I don't know.
3: Does Rex know that
0: Anakin Skywalker Gregor is Jonathan and Wolf. Vader? Gregor and Wolf. That's right, Gregor and Wolf. You know, honestly, I don't know if he knows that or not because Ahsoka doesn't until the end of season two of Rebels, and she, you know, like gets caught on Malachor or whatever the fuck that place is. Right. So it's not like she was able to go like, oh, by the way, that's right. You know,
3: because Rex is with Ahsoka during all that, right? When Anakin flips to the dark side and the empire takes over.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. She's on, um, <clears throat> she is on that battle cruiser. Yeah, well, it's, it's the, the fucking, uh, Mandalore, the battle of Mandalore arc from the end of Clone Wars is going on concurrently with all that. Uh, right? Cause then like after the battle of Mandalore, she's hanging out and then Rex gets order 66. he fights it, right? So and then they have to like jump off the ship. they
3: fight through the ship, right?
0: mm-hmm um, uh, You know what's crazy is uh, I th- I really do think like obviously, you know uh, with the in the context of the show that it's in now, um, you wouldn't do this, but you could show someone like if someone wasn't, you know, familiar with clone wars and, and all it's sort of spinoff shows and stuff and stuff, you could show them this episode of bad batch and they would be like, you could convince them that it was an episode of clone wars, right? You're fighting battle droids. and.
3: Okay. I, I just now remembered this, but I forgot how much I enjoyed the clone. I mean, the battle droids mm-hmm. and their bullshit. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I I enjoyed their little back talky mm-hmm. sassafras. Like sassafras. I like that.
0: Well, yeah, and and you know, like I missed <laughs> that. I didn't realize I missed it. So yeah, much. me neither. And it's one of those things that I think you have to give, um, uh, Clone Wars credit for that. Right? Like I think yeah. Clone Wars did a lot even of even the- Uncle George.
3: Well like, yeah, he started it off.
0: Yeah, oh for certain he did, but like the way they took that and ran with it and developed it more in Clone Wars cuz that's when they add yeah. like, you know, that tactical droid and those commando right. droids and stuff.
3: Right. The assassin droids or whatever they are? Mm-hmm. Are the command. like you said commando droids? Um. Those guys are badass. And this was a good example. I just was impressed with I don't know, maybe it was the cinematography or the fight scene choreography, and mm-hmm. that's weird to say for a computer-generated thing, but the way the camera moved, the moves you saw, mm-hmm. you know the way Rex Crosshair were fighting through those droids, like that shit was cool. Up a staircase, like the shit was cool. It was cool. Uh, well done, I would say. And it, made, it reminded me how lethal those droids actually are. You know, sometimes with a Jedi with a lightsaber, I mean, yeah, some droids can give them more trouble than others. But they're really going to melt through all that metal pretty quick, mm. you know. And uh, it's interesting to see the fighting capability of the different droids when they're fighting the troopers.
0: It is. <coughs> and like, I, you know, uh, when they when first started doing the thing where Crosshair was throwing those little mirror pucks... Like, on the first mm-hmm. one, I was like, all right, okay. I was, like, sort of rolling my eyes. Mm-hmm, me but the, too. The more it kept going and then the final shot, yeah. that was pretty fucking slick. I can't I can't hate it yeah. too much. Yeah.
3: I mean, it would make – if if bank shots – if you're Golgo 13, like, and you bank shots are part of your arsenal, like, a, a, a stairwell is where you would need to do it. Mm-hmm. You're so – you're useless, in a stairwell, except for that. If you can make those mirrored bank shots, that was pretty cool. It was, and like, again, a showcase of Crosshair's skill, lethality, and ability. It was, it was cool.
0: Yeah, it was really, really cool. Um, Now, would I be necessarily stoked if every other episode was a Crosshair episode? I'll be honest with you, probably not.
3: No, I'm, this is it. I've had my dose, right? Well, yeah, and I'm, he's I'm certainly going to show for up for the some rest more, of
0: you know the
3: the the batches story, the crew story, until he comes back, you know, as a threat. Mm-hmm. I'm ready for more Omega and family.
0: Yeah, I want to see what they're up to, Omega. And you know, we saw Rick, Rick, Rick. Oh, you better watch your back, D Bradley Baker. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Old Halls Berkey Burkhart is coming for you. tell me give me a clone and i'll do them for you will do it go tell me um tech Oi, i'm tech and i'm a nerd i'm the nerd clone (laughs) i'm tech the nerd clone okay give me another
3: one okay um hunter oh what was that
0: oh Oh. i'm hunter i'm the leonardo of the group i got a face tattoo (laughs) okay give me another wrecker Ooh, I'm wrecker. I'm the big guy. I'm
2: crazy.
0: I got it all day, dude. He better watch out. You better watch out. Hear. You just you let those contract negotiations for Bad Batch season three go a little off the rails. I'm on the phone. I'm saying, hey, Brad Rao, Dave Filoni, whoever the fuck, I got something. It'll be like that scene in um uh uh Back to the Future when Chuck Barry's. Cousin calls and he's like, This is your cousin. <laughs> your you cousin gotta hear Marvin this. Barry. Marvin Berry. Marvin Berry. You gotta hear this. And it'll be me going, Oi, I'm Echo. I got all fucked up. Remember me? <laughs> you let me, you let me get my foot in the door, my weird foot in the door over there.
3: I hope D. Bradley Baker's made all the payments on all his houses already. <sighs> so because, I bet you he's I bet you he out. just
0: woke up because he's taking a, like an early evening nap, right? And he just woke up in his feather his, his feather mattress bed with luxurious silk sheets, you know, Egyptian cotton and whatnot, sweating. And he don't even know why. He's like, I don't know, I just have a bad feeling about my future in Star Wars.
3: It's as if several voices that I do all cried out at once <laughs> and I lost my job.
0: And they said, no! No! <laughs> <sighs> yeah. So, Will and I both uh, really enjoyed this episode of Bad Batch.
3: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I like that we got it out of not got it out of the way, but like, okay, like y- we have a big two-parter with uh, super high stakes. Don't hit me with any update on that. Hit me with a um a background uh, episode for Crosshair, like. Deep dive, um, character mm-hmm. builder, like the I emotional because, hook um, and the the juicy, mm-hmm. you know, fall into darkness.
0: I like it because it sort of it answered the crosshair question early, right? It's not exactly like we're sitting around for episodes going like, when's he going to show up, right? Because right, we know what's right. coming.
3: What about crosshair?
0: Now, one other thing. So. There, If you remember, there's a scene in the trailer where Rex is talking to the Bad Batch, and he's like, hey, I I need your help with a a mission, right? I kind of wonder if that mission is going to be Cody-related.
3: That makes a lot of sense.
0: I was just thinking, maybe the writers
3: wanted to use Cody, and they had to get him out of there. Mm -hmm. That's a good excuse to have him do his deal with Crosshair. Um, Two birds
0: with one stone. So... There is um pew, 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 pew. There seems to be another creative duo that might be working on something um Star Wars related. This comes from Deadline. Um and it's a writing duo new, known as Dan Hernandez and Bindi Submit. Um they're also created and executive produced the recently launched Ultraviolet and Black Scorpion from Disney branded television. Up next, the duo is set to write Disney's upcoming feature film featuring the character Figment, a small purple dragon who serves as from the mascot of mm-hmm. Scott's Imagination Pavilion in Orlando, which hails from Seth Rogan's Point Grey. In addition, they are currently developing unannounced projects with both lucasfilm and walt disney pictures so there's stuff cooking in the background on star wars there always is i you know like that's the thing just because it takes us a while to see it doesn't mean they're not trying to get shit up off the ground you know get us a movie absolutely yeah (laughs) so um we'll see what those guys end up doing i believe they had something to do with detective pikachu i think that might have been them
3: well, I am a big fan of that movie. That's a pretty fucking
0: good movie. I thought it was pretty good too, buddy.
3: Excellent use of the property. Mm-hmm. What is it? Still says excellent use of the license. license. Excellent use of the license,
0: yes. Um, you want to uh, hear from some of our friends? I'm sure we've got some people with some uh, Bad Batch opinions. Absolutely. All right. Well, let's listen to a little song. Yeah, coming at you on the ones and twos. a little song.
2: Mm. And it. Almost listen
0: to it, and it was really good, so...
2: I can be in Star Wars. Yeah, he went hard in the tank. I can be in Star Wars.
0: I can I can be in Star Wars. Pause. Oh, you're talking about the podcast that Revolutionized eat the Booty Like Grocery. I don't One of my favorite parts of that is you in the background going, I want you to be different. Don't tattoo your dick. <laughs> Every time that part makes me smile. <laughs> All right, let's hear Dude. from uh, our buddy, The king, the king of all times, King Tom Chansky, who I think might not have really
1: dug this episode of Bad Batch. Let's see what he has to say. Okay. Hey there, Hawes and Will. Hope you're both doing great. So I was listening to last week's episode, and I got to tell you, uh, I'm listening, and you go to the voicemails, and you get a voicemail from Jim. And I heard that, and my fingers and hands curled up in fists of rage and anger because that was such a good question. I was insanely jealous that I didn't think of it and send it in to you guys. So uh, awesome, awesome question, Jim. Great discussion from that. And uh, you know what? I'm going to kind of steal his idea uh, because I'm always thinking about, you know, Star Wars in the Disney era versus Star Wars in the Legends era. And, you know, I really... I. I I have a special spot in my heart for legends. Love some of those stories, but I feel more, you know, fulfilled as a fan, I think the stories are better under Disney. And I think that there are some characters uh Leia, Grand Moff Tarkin, Mon Mothma, and a few others who have actually have, you know, better stories or more fleshed out stories. Um maybe they're not as one-dimensional uh, in the new canon than they did you know, before, during legends, and and I feel like you know we've we've gotten a lot of them. Um, you know, you can kind of compare. So I was wondering, are there any characters uh, and whose stories? And and I guess I'm thinking, you know, yeah, kind of background characters. But you could also say main characters uh, because I also like Luke's story and yes, Han's story and hell, Chewbacca didn't get killed by a damn ass moon. Yep, that's good. Um, so I, you know, are there any other any are there any characters you guys specifically can think of where you like their stories better in the new Disney canon rather than in Legends? Um, so thank you, Jim, for this inspiration. And hey, Hawes, uh, I, I you have my vote for taking over for uh, D. Bra- Bradley Baker for the Bad Batch and any other uh, clone stories. Thanks a lot for the great podcast, Ooh. and I'll talk to you later.
3: I hate how he does that sometimes. Does it, it makes the hair. Yeah, on the it makes back the
1: hair on the back up. of stand
0: up, right?
3: Yeah.
0: Ooh, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and I mean hated
3: in the best way.
0: Um I think overall I prefer. I can't think of one now, I'll say this. I probably in some regards prefer boba fett's post return of the jedi story and legends to what we've gotten so far although what we've gotten so far has been pretty fucking rad for the most part but you know what they never did dark horse comics never put out a boba fett miniseries because they did that from time to time and you know what you never did you never got to issue three and issue four to find out the fucking boba fett wasn't on a single goddamn panel (laughs) that they, they never did that
3: Um, well in legends boba fett was basically a superhero
0: well he became mandalore right yeah yeah exactly that's what i was gonna say is he he becomes mandalore in the story and like ends up working with han solo and luke skywalker during the whole using vong thing which you know ultimately i do feel like was kind of silly not him working with them just the overall using vong story but there is this part in the next story, right, where fucking Jason Solo, um, you know, he turns to the dark side and he becomes like Darth Cadis or something. And then he kills Mara Jade and Boba Fett has a Mandalorian chest plate and gauntlets made and has them sent to Han Solo with a note saying like, you need to go beat the shit out of your son. He had Mandalorian chestplate and gauntlets made for Han Solo and sent them to him because his son killed Mara Jade. Like, that was kind of neat. I mean, listen, that's kind of cool. I like that. Oh, I like that. That's very high fantasy. It sure is. It sure enough is. Um, But you know what? There's still plenty of time for us to get more Boba Fett story. So I can't even say in the long run that I wouldn't end up you know liking what we do get Mm -hmm. Um, i just wish they hadn't fucking dangled my dangle with that fucking book of boba fett i'm telling you that should have been the first sign i should have known how 2022 was gonna go when that happened and when i was like hey guys and not a little fucked up and 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 more than one person in my life was like i don't think it's that big of a deal and i was like all right cool huh all right <laughs> cool i'm the weirdo i guess mm. <laughs> mm. turns out maybe i'm the one that had my fucking head screwed on correctly for once in my goddamn life um well they did fill that space with young luke right like
3: isn't that why we didn't get to see Bubba fett
0: well one episode was den jar who's got his own goddamn show pedro pascal <laughs> greedy ass pedro pascal and uh who probably who was not on set? Who was second, not on screen one time? Before, before, <laughs> he did not. He said, "When do I need to go go into my closet and my palatial estate and record lines for that episode of Book of Boba Fett?" You let me know. Um. Uh. But then the second one was Luke, and it's not. That's the thing. It's not. It's not even that I don't like the stories we got. It just came at the expense of two episodes where he wasn't in it at all, <laughs> bro. <laughs> shit bro look at boba fett's granddaughter in legends my dude look at this lady bro I, uh, i'm pulling her up right now sheesh my goodness bro you come to this cantina too often you know i know figuring dan and the modal nodes I'm not trying to name drop or anything man okay
3: Um, picture looks like it was taken in 2007.
2: Hey,
0: hey, hey. I'm looking, I'm looking for uh, Boba, yeah, because then there's a part where Boba trains Jaina Solo to kill her brother.
3: Oh, wow, he really wants that kid dead. I guess he's the main villain of that whole era,
0: yeah. Oh, Jason, Jason Solo, absolutely. Um, you know for everybody that
3: enjoys legends like the sequel trilogy is basically takes a note from legends it is a young solo that becomes the bane of the galaxy the Uh, sequel
0: you know that's that is i mean it's very interesting to look at it that way for sure like there and i don't know if it was um you know necessarily taking a page from legends or if it was parallel thinking of like well what would the most fucking tragic story set up be? The heroes right. of the previous generation, you know, give birth to the person. The villains who, of the next. Yeah, yeah, that sort of thing. But it does, in a lot of ways, it sure does. It sure does. Okay, here it is. After learning about the death of Mayor Jade Skywalker, Boba asked Medrit Vassir, who the fuck is that? One of the blacksmiths in Keldabe to send Han Solo a gift of chest armor plates, a small blade, and a, cru- and a pair of crush gaunts made of proper Beskar. Fett said this was so Solo could throttle the life out of his vermin spawn. Ooh. <laughs> Bro! Metal. That is very metal. Um, but you know what? Boba wasn't in Legends. He wasn't an animal guy, as far as I can remember. And that was a nice little detail they added to Boba that I enjoyed. Uh, I'm I'm having trouble, like, thinking. I mean, I, honestly, I'm the person who, despite how many times I got through the day back in middle school and high school reading Star Wars books, um, I'm just probably going to enjoy the quote-unquote official version whenever, more whenever we get it, you know? When yeah. We get the movie or the TV show or whatever.
3: I'm gonna enjoy the thing that I can watch and show my kids. Yeah, you know, as they go to as they grow up.
0: And like there was a lot of legends. <laughs> like by the time it was all said and done, there was a lot of books. And some of them were really good. Some of them were really, really, really not good. Really, really not good. Um So it's, you know, it's a little give and take. But at the end of the day, I I would just prefer the movies and and then stuff that we're getting now. I like There's how...
3: some of the video game stuff that I wish they would make into stories. I mean, I feel you. The Jedi Fallen Order and Survivor character would be cool in a movie. Aiden Versio would be cool in a movie. You know, retell that story with it, cinematically.
0: Yeah, so I don't know that I necessarily want them to retell either of their stories. I think it's only a matter of time before probably both of them show up somewhere. Like really? You think yeah. so? Oh yeah. I guarantee you that once, cause I, I, I have to assume that EA is going to try and do a trilogy, right? With Cal, right? Once, I just
3: like their, their characters
0: whose exact likeness exists in the star Wars world and their actors. Exactly. Right. That's, that's one of my reasons. And both of those characters have a pretty vocal fan base, right? And just Mm -hmm. like it was only a matter of time until we saw Ahsoka in something outside of animation, I think it's only a matter of time before we see specifically Cal cast this outside of video game. right? Um, And I would honestly prefer they just let Respawn tell their three-game story or whatever, their trilogy, and then decide what you want to do with Cal. I don't want them to step on respawns
3: yeah of of, course
0: no uh, yeah roadmap or ideas for where they want to take the character but once they're done yeah man fucking work them into stuff you could give him a movie at the end of that start him a trilogy that'd be kind of cool that would be kind of cool i don't know if his whole he'd get a whole ass movie but i could see him showing up in one of these live action shows honestly yeah, Andor
3: I, or some shit
0: Andor probably not Andor seems like the kind of thing where tony gilroy ain't gonna put any kind of motherfucker with the force in it you know what i mean this we, ain't is gonna, true. we ain't gonna see you know, i was like, just
3: trying to think of a time period
0: yeah time period is, is is important because uh, you know and and they've shown that they will do this but if he's um, alive during the original trilogy, you got to think of some fucking reason to come up with why he didn't get involved, right? <laughs> like, Right. Um, all right, let's guess and listen to one from Hugh Todd. Dougie. Dougie. and
3: Will. This is Dougie. Hey, I was just calling in. I was wondering if you were to cast... The next Star Wars movie. Who would you cast as the Jedi? The Apprentice? Maybe the Master? The Villain? The Sith? I also need you to probably voice cast a CGI character. Maybe a co-pilot. I need you to cast a scoundrel. and Maybe an Imperial douchebag um give me the full gamut of casting but here's the catch you cannot use anyone from lost
0: oh you son of a Oops. bitch oh, oh.
3: he knew
0: he knew
3: oh that's tough
0: shit he got me man because i was sitting here i had it all ready to go yeah I you had did it. Have all been. ready to go fuck me man you just took away most okay all right let's think here let's think here all right fan cast an entire sequel or just an entire movie right we need a yeah a a jedi master their apprentice an imperial douchebag um a scoundrel and a co-pilot let's stick to those five and okay the the co-pilot would be either a cgi or in costume character who's mainly their the casting is for the voice right yeah
3: I'll take a Benedict Cumberbatch uh, imperial
0: douchebag. Okay. Okay.
3: You ever seen his smog? You know the the actual performance. Schmog.
0: Mm-hmm. Schmog. I certainly have. So okay, he's your, interior, in, uh, he's your imperial douchebag. Uh, Paul Bettany as my Sith Lord. Okay, that's a uh, vision, right? Hmm.
3: Hmm. Oh, actually, he was the villain in Solo, though. I don't know. I he would be a good Sith Lord, though. I mean, I guess he was kind of gangster villain for five minutes.
0: Yeah, but he. I think it, he, I don't know that we can redo Paul Bettany. He's already been in there.
3: That's true. I'm sorry. I kind of forgot. I'm trying to think of a good Sith.
0: Hmm. You've got yours lined up. Look at me, bro. You see me getting the getting the squad together.
3: I see, see it coming together. It's like the Avengers over here, the Avengers of Halls Burkhardt. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll take Jake Gyllenhaal. I'm trying to decide if he should be the Sith or uh, the bad guy or the good guy, the old, the master. Okay. All right. The good guy.
0: Uh. Like the Obi Wan Kenobi. Okay. So Jake Gyllenhaal is the is your is your Jedi master?
3: No, I just wanted to see him in the robe in my mind for a minute, but he might be the scoundrel. I gotcha. He could be the scoundrel. That fits better.
0: Okay. Okay. Your cast is. I'm trying
3: together. to think of. I'm trying to think of good character actors. I'm kind of failing. The young lead is the hardest for me. The Jedi the I don't know.
0: Okay. I'm the young getting, Jedi. I'm getting my I'm getting my crew together. One, two, three, four, five.
3: Do your crew. Okay. Show me. All right.
0: Imperial douchebag, Anthony Stewart Head, who played Giles and Buffy.
3: Okay. Good. That would be great. Mm-hmm.
0: Jedi Master, Vladdy Divok.
3: Oh, okay. Perfect.
0: His apprentice, the next kick ass Jedi character in the galaxy, Haley Williams from Paramore. She probably doesn't even want to act, but pff, my man took away all options. Uh, <laughs> Sith Lord, Tony Jaw. Ooh, that would be cool. That would be cool. That'd be Sith good. Lord, Tony Jaw. Scoundrel, Jean Claude Van Damme. And Ooh. his CGI slash in a suit buddy, Jack Black.
3: Jack Black, <laughs> I done. jump in guy
0: <laughs> I come in the air <laughs>
3: <laughs> and do a a midair jump with a karate kick. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. That's that's my crew. I got them together. Wobble when he lands. Oh, and more Morrison is Boba Fett. He's oh amazing. yeah, absolutely done. Done. My movie's done. Now I just got to come up with a story, dude. Somebody get this man a million dollars. All right, we got an email from Sam. Howdy, Halls and Will. I hope you're both doing well and enjoying Bad Batch Halls. In your immediate breakdown of the episode, you asked about the memorial in this episode. It first appeared in Clone Wars Season 5 and is meant to memorialize the veterans of the Battle of Geonosis. I love that design as well, and I'm glad we got to see it again. Okay, I was wondering if we had ever seen that again. Or had seen that I
3: before. am glad he brought that up cuz I forgot about it yeah. but I noticed it at the time. I was like this place is really cool and they're staring at that wall. I wonder what's inscribed there. There are giant clones like in the architecture, in the reliefs, like giant stone clone troopers carved in. So it makes sense that it's a memorial now that I think about it.
0: Yeah, yeah, and it, it, it like it looks like um, you know sort of the Vietnam Memorial Wall right too.
3: This seems like clone trooper home base.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Maybe not clone <laughs> trooper for long, but it's in a move to placate the, what, what's left of the clone troopers.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, it's, it, it was there. So if it was built to memorialize Geonosis, like, you know, the Jedi. That oh, Geonosis. Through. Yeah.
3: I was thinking about the whole clone war.
0: No, no, it's just the Battle of Geonosis, which is interesting. That is interesting. He also says, also, I was watching Return of the Jedi this week and noticed something in Jabba's sail barge. Have you guys ever noticed the retro Coke glass that Jabba is holding? He does seem to have something bubbly in it. What do you think Jabba's soft drink of choice would be? Anyway, thanks for the great show and have a great week. Best, Sam. Well, it certainly isn't Diet soda Pop. I can tell you that much.
3: Something distilled from the tears of an animal. Oh, something
0: brutal.
3: Like the stomach juices of a pregnant sand <laughs> bear.
0: Oh my god. Terrible. I was thinking, you know, he's probably like a Fago guy. Like a Fago root beer guy, <laughs> full full sugar, and, and he probably has bib fortuna put a couple extra teaspoons of sugar.
3: In. It's four loco.
0: Oh, yeah, it's probably four loco. And he drinks <laughs> like eighteen of those a day. It's spark. Yep. Back to back. It's, it's the spark alcoholic. That cup is never empty. No. Nope. No. Nope. Bruh. I wonder what Jabba the Hutt would look like wearing... uh um What are they called? The ICP fans? Why can't I remember this? Juggalos? Yes. Wearing Juggalo makeup. Let's see. Nobody's ever done that. <laughs> that is a, that, is, that a, is
3: a specific request. <laughs> and now that we said that on the podcast, someone's about to do that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um yeah, I like I said, I, I kind of feel like he might be a bit of a um
3: a FAGO guy.
0: A Fago guy. Hmm. Interesting. I
3: figured like it was the stuff that the orcs gave the hobbits.
0: Oh. oh. That shit did not look
3: it Looked like motor oil.
0: What are those guys called again? Juggalos.
3: Are you getting an AI? Yeah,
0: I'm about about, about to get AI on this. Too much traffic. There's not. Juggalo
3: Java the Hunt. Mm
0: -hmm.
3: It said, I got better things to do. Yeah, it said,
0: Are you kidding me? The AI said,
3: I'm doing real calculations over here.
0: Disappointing. Okay, what should the AI draw? Jabba the Hutt wearing juggalo makeup. Um, create. Okay. Um, while that's working, we'll let that do its thing. Let's hear from our buddy Jim.
2: Good evening, Haws and Will. Oh. I just happen to have some percentage questions for you.
0: Coming in a little and muffled. And
2: they're all, all all over the place, basically uh, all based, I think, on the next year. So uh, I'm just going to get right into it. What are the chances that you think Thrawn, Ezra, Hera, and Sabine all show up in the next year?
0: Oh, 100%.
3: Yeah, I assume they'll be in Ahsoka.
0: Yeah, they're all going to be in Ahsoka, 100%. Yep.
2: What are the chances that we see Zeb in live action?
0: This one's tough. 50-50. 50-50. Bro, look at this. Look at this AI monstrosity.
3: Holy crap. Rice.
0: <laughs> that is not Job of the Hut. This was a mistake. That's <laughs> undone. This. That undone was. This. I am getting as far away from AI as possible. It's, Let's go it's back. Time to, Jim. to be done with artificial intelligence. We're gonna keep going with Jim.
2: What are the chances of them making Obi One Part Two?
0: Hmm. Ten percent. I say sixty. Really, you think it's definitely coming? I think so, man. I think the fact that everybody involved was like, "Yeah, we'd do another one if if they wanted to." I think they will. I think they definitely will. They left uh, Reva. Reva. I can't even remember how you say her name. It's Reva, isn't it? Um, yeah. They left her alive. You know, um, both Hayden and. Uh, Ewan said they'd come back. I think they're going to. I don't know that it's a great idea. I think they should just leave that story where it was. I think it wrapped up beautifully. It was great. I don't know that they need to fuck with it anymore, but I don't know if they'll be able to help themselves.
2: What are the Robert Iger we- says? Go. Yep. We see Ahsoka get angry in her new show. Oh, That's yeah. interesting
3: the fact that she's not a jedi they may drive that home through her i don't know if it's anger but she may be strong with her emotions i wouldn't know if she'll let herself go to anger cuz she seemed pretty even-keeled in rebels
0: yeah and and what we've seen of her in um mando and book of boba fett i think we'll see it i think we'll see her struggle with the dark side like you see every like i think you kind of have to see every jedi struggle with that at some point to make it interesting right like so
2: what are the chances that we hear grogu say his first word
3: um
0: 80% yeah i think
2: it's probably pretty
0: high it's going to happen it's i mean they're already I don't making think you him more sh- vocal
3: you know yeah i don't think you would have shown yaddle's speech if you had not intended to show Grogu soon.
0: Oh, that's a good point. I didn't even think about Yaddle talking like a regular ass person, um, having a bearing on what. Yeah, that's a good point, Will. I didn't even think about that. You're really smart.
2: In the next year. Never. What are the chances that they announce a Star Wars movie in the next year?
0: I say 100%. 100. Yeah. yeah. 100. I think they are in the process. I think they already know probably who in what the next Star Wars movie is going to be. I'm not saying every I'm not saying the script is completely done or anything like that, but I think they have an idea of what the next one's going to be and I think they will announce it this year. They got do
3: they it. may not want to announce the movie without a cast signed on.
0: Yeah, I mean that's true. That could be the case too. Um, I just think you know especially if this movie is going to start shooting probably sometime this year if it's going to release in 2025 right I think uh, I think it'll be formally announced
2: this year <clears throat> what are the chances that they're gonna make boba fett 2 20 percent
3: no I' say
0: 95. From, from your lips to Bobby Eyes ears, baby. Let's hope so, man. <laughs> hey, here we go. I don't Bobby. have. I don't know that I. Hey, Bobby, can I get some more? Can I get some more Boba Fett, Bobby? I uh, I just don't have a lot. I just, I don't know, man. I I'm almost certain they're gonna kill him off in this new season of Mandalorian. Oh no, really? The carelessness with which they handled my dude i just don't know man i think i think that's what's gonna happen i think that's what's gonna happen they're gonna be it's uh, possible they're gonna be like holy shit you guys guess what this whole episode of mando season three all boba fett and i'm gonna be like oh i'm so excited and i just can't hide it and it's gonna be 42 minutes of him dying it's gonna be a forty two minute long death scene of him just falling down a series of slopes and hills. E Yeah, yeah. E-R-E. And then there's gonna be like at the bottom of it, he's gonna land, he's going to be all crumpled up in his armor and stuff, and a medical droid is gonna come on screen out of nowhere and go, He's one hundred percent dead, and there's no way to bring him back just to fucking nail like drive it home. Just to twist the knife mm-hmm. in your back. Yeah.
3: If he does go in a glorious way, I hope the armor goes to an Omega, and you could cast an, a, a reasonably young you know, actress as Omega, and that could be the new Boba Fett.
0: That wouldn't be the worst way. That wouldn't be the worst way for it to go. Because, yeah, I mean, she would be 20... Well, no. No. I figured 30, 40. 30-ish, I would think, right? Like how old is she? I don't know. I'm bad at math. Let's keep it going. Jim? Jim, buddy? Well, it's not
2: playing anymore. i got to reopen it. Good evening, Hawes and Will. We're not going to start all the way over. I just... What are the chances that they mention Snoke in Mandalorian? percent oh. You
0: say zero? Zero percent. This year? I say zero percent, but I think it happens eventually. I think they're being too they're trying to be too coy and slick with it already. I think they are sort of trying to hint at that shit, you know. Really? Yeah, I think so. That's it's the feeling I get.
3: I don't I don't think they'll touch it. I think I think the big wigs consider it off hand, hands off.
0: I don't know, buddy. I don't know that they really do. I'm not saying, you know, that I know one way or the other, but like the fact that before Mandalorian came out and John Favreau was like, yeah, we'll see how the empire became the first order and shit. And then we see like those turds in the jar and that one episode from season two, I don't know. I think it's a possibility. I don't know that it'll happen this year, but I do think... I don't know that they'll say it by name, but I think they'll make it more clear that that's what they're talking about.
3: I figured it would be
0: Hux. Well, oh, Brindle Hux. Yeah, yeah, his dad, Brindle Hux. I heard some doo-doo ass theories about that dude back in the
2: day. Let's go. And what are the chances that Din Djarin, uh earns his Mandalorian status back this season.
0: One million percent. That's the storyline of this season. and it, They're not going to not do that. I think.
3: I don't know if it'll happen,
0: but it, he'll work towards it at the very least. I don't think so. I think what. I think the parameters for what he needs to accomplish for that to happen will change. Meaning like he will stop viewing being a Mandalorian under that sort of death watchy fucking cult type situation that the armorer has going on, right?
3: I'm I think that revelation happens when he goes to the spring. Mm-hmm. Do you know like he carries it as far as to do what's required of him. Mm-hmm to be redeemed by the clan yet for some reason whatever happens to him through that process brings him to the realization that it doesn't matter like it doesn't matter like he is who he is regardless of what that faction wanted to require from him
0: yeah and and you know we see a lot of different mandalorians in the the mandalorian season three trailer that we've already seen right And the more Mandalorians that he hang out with that are like, what do you mean you don't take your helmet off? That shit is goofy. Bro, you're in a cult. You're in a Mandalorian cult. You need to calm your ass down. I think eventually he will stop holding himself to those same tenants.
3: I don't know. I mean, yeah, maybe. But I feel like he's going to be in the helmet a lot.
0: Oh, he will be in the helmet a whole fucking lot in season three for sure. Because his happy ass was off filming The Last of Us <laughs> for a lot of that. So, yeah. yeah. I'm not saying he's going to be walking around helmetless. Um, Way more than tomorrow Morrison. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's going to be in that helmet quite a bit. Quite a bit um, in season three. Um, but I do think... Um, I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, season four or something, you know, down the line... That's less of a thing for him. Right. Um, You know, maybe when Pedro doesn't have as many commitments. (laughs) He's not uh, signing up to star in another prestige TV series for a streaming
2: provider.
3: Instead of just one scene with Luke and Mm -hmm. one scene with uh, Bill Burr.
2: All right, guys. Well, ignite that green and have a great evening.
0: All right, Jim. You know we will. Thank you, buddy. I love when that dude does percentage questions, man. Yeah, they're really good. I think that might have been one of his most solid ones yet, like the range of questions. All right, buddy. Well, that does it. So, Thanks for recording with me this week. Oh, dude. Thank you, (laughs) Um, Listen, guys. Leave us a review on iTunes, please. It helps other people find the podcast. We really appreciate it. So on and so forth. We harp about it every week, you know. Thank you to everybody that has left a review. Um,
3: One of these days,
0: we're going to do your audio drama. The theater of the mind. Um, One of these days is going to end up being sooner rather than later because Uh -uh. I have to make up four episodes of the podcast before that's in addition to the regular weekly show before the first week in May so we can hit episode 400 on our anniversary date. Uh, oh, okay. And, and what better way to fill one of those gaps would be to finally do that. I actually pulled it from my uh, Dropbox the other day and started formatting it. And I'm going to start asking oh people to record different parts for it. It's a whole thing. It's a whole damn thing.
3: It's a thing. I love it.
0: I love it. So, um, Listen, guys, uh, if you like our theme song, please be sure to check out the band that was kind enough to provide the music. They're Stoned Cobra. You can find them on iTunes, on Spotify, and at StoneCobra.BandCamp.com. Speaking of StoneCobra, our boy Steve does a video game podcast with me called High Potion. You should check that out. And uh, next week, it's going to be real fun because we got a new episode of Bad Batch and we'll have a Mandalorian Season 3 trailer to talk about. So, I'm pretty excited for that. Until then, this has been Blue Harvest and I'm Hals Burkhart. And I'm Will Witten may the force be with you may the force be with all of you
1: may the force be with us